Hey everyone, today is Tuesday the 15th of August 2017. This is The Gap, episode 383. I lost my breath there for a second. Um, I'm Luke Laurie, Job Gorey is here. How you going? Oh yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. I, um, I'm wearing different headphones tonight because my other... I'm having problems with my audio system at the moment. Right. Um, so hopefully I can hear you okay. Yeah, uh, hopefully. I don't know. Jeez. I'll point out. Yeah. Uh, and then hopefully the audio from the headphones aren't coming through and picking up across the microphone because that would suck, but it should be fine, I think. I don't have them up very loud. Okay. But my, um, my sound system at home is set up so that um, when I want to watch something on my TV through my computer, um, if it's on Netflix or whatever, I usually have it like running through my computer um, so I can like drag and drop stuff across onto my big TV. Yep. And the audio that I run it through is an optical cable. Yep. And on the optical cable, they've got this little fucking flap on the front, like a little door that swings open. And that has somehow gotten stuck and won't like retract anymore. Um, It's kind of like halfway in there. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I got to try and figure out how to get that out of the um, like where it's stuck into like little hole it goes in. Because I was, I basically switch between that and my PlayStation sometimes, like so that I can have surround on that. Um, just because my audio setup is hectic, complicated, sure. and yeah, it kind of stuffed that up. So now I've had to go back to my gaming headphones, and uh, I've got to deal with that for the moment which, while I get this other thing fixed. I've been like reading up on how to fix this stuff, right? And it's um, basically if the whole like thing is buggered then you've just got to buy a new part and then solder it on and i'm just like all right i can't do that fuck that (laughs) that sounds too complicated i just have to buy a new pc yeah start all over again just start start again you got me asus fuck (laughs) (laughs) could could you not buy like a graphic uh, a sound card separate i could that is um that is one option yeah see look at me yeah but uh, on the other hand, I did buy a brand new PC today, so... Did you? Good segue. Uh, yeah. That's why we get paid the big bucks. Yeah. Segways like that. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, there's a sale on, like, tech shit on eBay right now. Yep. And I got alerted to it by a friend. And, uh, yeah, it's like 20% off. But, they do uh, that a lot. They do it. They, they do it quite often. But all the stores that um, did it uh, jacked their prices up, so uh, nothing's at recommended retail price. But once you, if you if you look around a bit, you can find there are actually some really good prices that are below like static ice prices, and so you are actually saving. I wound up, so I spec'd out my computer, was looking about fifteen hundred bucks. Wound up spending like twelve fifty, thanks to the savings. And, uh, yeah, it should be pretty good. I'm going for the 1800X. So, for the first time, I was thinking about it, and uh, I haven't actually ever owned a PC uh, that was an AMD, that had an AMD CPU. I had one uh, that was sort of like I swapped it with a mate uh, way, way, way back when I was living in a share house. I swapped it with him for a couple of months because he wanted to play Starcraft 
and I had it installed on my PC, and I didn't give a fuck about StarCraft at the time. Uh, so he wanted to play that, so he let me play on his PC, uh, and we wound up swapping back because it would over fucking overheat all the fucking time and it was driving me fucking bananas and I couldn't play mm. Quake. So I'm like, fuck this shit, give me back my PC, I'm going to play Quake on my PC, and you can... He couldn't... He, he didn't want to buy StarCraft, basically. And uh, he didn't have a CD-ROM drive. Um, and so it was a whole thing. Like, unplug it from my computer... Like, unplug the CD-ROM. That's how we wound up fixing it, was we, like, took my computer apart and uh, plugged the fucking CD-ROM into his PC so that he can still StarCraft. And then he could play StarCraft. And it wasn't a problem anymore. Mm. Um, but I had to, like, fully wipe my PC because he just had no concept about not downloading fucking everything that you see. So for six months, he was just like, oh, yeah, I'll down. What? Sexy nude nude ladies? Click here, email. Fuck yeah. Oh, f- they're delivering sexy nude ladies direct to my email now. That's perfect. I'll download whatever. So it was a fucking, <laughs> like, train wreck when I got the computer back, but it's okay. But you had all these sexy new ladies. So I did fine. have a lot of sexy new ladies, so that was pretty good. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, my first. I'm, I'm going AMD for the first time. Can't wait for this to bite me in the fucking ass. Um, why? 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 Why am I going AMD, or why yeah. is it going? To- why? Why AMD? So, so I looked into it. I've been I've been doing research for a couple of weeks, uh, as I pretty much always do whenever I'm buying anything like this, but. Uh, yeah, I uh, looked into it, and basically my choices were the um, the seventy seven hundred, the, mm-hmm. the Intel seventy seven hundred, yep. uh, which is actually a fucking awesome CPU. Yep. Uh, or I could get the eighteen hundred X, which is marginally more expensive. Mm-hmm. And because I'm playing at ten eighty p. And because I am a scrubber dub and I'm probably not going to upgrade my, my monitors anytime soon. Because, like, for me, having two monitors is more important than having, a four, like, one super wide 4K stupid thing, whatever the fuck, okay? So, like, two two monitors is, like, literally a deal breaker for me. I cannot function without with just one. Like, every time I go overseas and I've only got one fucking monitor, I am at, like, 20% of my usual fucking productivity. Um... So, yeah, anyway, so two monitors. I'm not buying two 4K monitors. I'm not buying two fucking G-Sync ridiculous monitors. So, playing at 1080p as I am, uh, the the performance increase for a 7700 is basically like 1%. Yeah. Uh, but the performance increase for the 1800X in doing other tasks like... Uh, Video rendering is fucking, like, goofy, like, crazy, huge, massive. Um, and so, like, 30%. So, I'm like, well, fuck it. Uh, like, the way I see it, the way I look at it, like, for a little bit more, uh, if games yeah. decide to go down the path of utilizing CPUs more, and they probably will because Intel is finally releasing uh, their own chipsets that have more CPU, uh, more... Um, threads to access mm-hmm. so seeing how the entire industry the entire cpu industry is moving in that direction i figure uh the 1800x will basically be the i actually think the 1700 
Uh, X will be the i5 of the next generation, but I, I'm just going like a little bit over. Yeah. Um, this time, just to, it won't. I don't think it'll future-proof me any further, any deeper in, but uh, it will be better performance for a little bit longer. I feel that's my theory. Okay. Yeah. Look, all I got out of that conversation was that you'll be producing the podcast from now on. Oh, with my sick fucking, <laughs> sick rendering fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it live. It'll be so quick. Yeah. We'll, we'll render it live. We'll render on the fly. I'll edit on the fly as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, every time I have to fucking do the podcast, like the three times that I've done it in our 400 episodes, uh, the I've, I've never, ever successfully meshed the time like the intro music into the <laughs> podcast the way you do you have it like bleed in and i'm just like chop and talking now and that's it. <laughs> fair enough yeah so yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's a good idea but hey i might just be trying to get out of work could be the um they announced like the well the threadripper reviews started coming out the last couple of days as well yeah like the new ryzen um branded car, uh, chips that they've been sending out. And, like, I've been reading some of those reviews, and they're pretty much the same gist of, like, yeah, they're, they're fucking beasts, but at the same time, if you're using it for gaming, there's no point. <laughs> Just get yourself a, you know, a, a 7700 or a 1800X because there's, there's, there's really no point for, for use, utilizing that sort of stuff for video games because video games don't really... You don't there are some. Yeah. There are some that kind of... That, that take advantage of that, you know, having more cores and, and, and that sort of thing. But generally they don't. So, yeah. And I, I was looking, I was looking at the thread rippers as well. And, uh, seriously, I've put together this entire fucking PC for less than a thread ripper would cost me. So, yeah. uh, that, yeah. 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 I think I've talked to you about it before. Like I'm, I'm, on the verge of getting a new one i'm just waiting for the new cards to drop the new graphics cards i keep looking on like all the rumors like when are they gonna drop when are they gonna drop um yeah and no one's saying anything yet the room was like end of the end of this year early next year but yeah i don't know see what happens i I think the problem is because of the all the the graphics card mining stuff that's going on Mm. they're selling as well as they could be anyway yep and they're kind of hard hard pressed to keep up production on that stuff so I don't know. It's a bit strange, right? Because the way it's going at the moment, the 1070s are like outselling the 1080s because they still do better in mining for that sort of stuff. And yeah, I don't know. Like, what, Would they even consider releasing new cards while they're just doing so well at the moment anyway? There was a financial call, I think, um, in the last couple of days that NVIDIA released and they're just going bonkers at the moment. It's just crazy how how well graphics cards are selling right now. Yeah, yeah, they are, like, well out of control. Hmm. Um, so, I would love to see the new series come out so that I can jump on, because uh, when did I buy mine? I think it was 2014, the last slot that came out, the, yeah. the 980s, I think they came out about then. Um, so, I'm, I'm, I'm not, like, desperately needing a new graphics card, but I would really like to build a new PC and, and get something ready for the next slot of games that come out. So, yeah, I'm keen. I'm excited Word. so that I can play PUBG on um, low low graphics details and all that sort of fun stuff. Of course. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the yeah. That's that's what it's all about. Playing your pew pew game on as low settings as possible, anyway, because yeah, you can see good stuff. Got to get them frames. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, I'm looking. I'll put it together over the weekend because it hasn't arrived yet. Obviously, because I was buying it off eBay. Yeah. Um, I put it together over the weekend. Oh, I'll help you with that. I'll. Um, you're gonna pay me in PUBG crates, sir. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. That's the new Bitcoin, right? PUBG crates. Makes sense. I made <laughs> ten dollars this week off PUBG crates. Yeah. They're going for two bucks a pop. People are ridiculous. And I still have like 30,000 fucking credits left, so I can buy more. Yeah, well, the the reset was, what, last night? So I, maybe I should jump in and do uh, something. But I, I keep opening them being like, fuck, maybe I'll get one of those skirts. Oh, uh, yeah. We're, yeah. Someone and I don't think I'd sell it either. I think I'd wear it. What? I'd definitely wear it. Why? Because it's hilarious. It's it looks funny on a guy. 300 fucking dollars. We have a friend who uh, used to play Daisy with him, and he opened one of the crates, and he got the three hundred dollar skirt, mm. and it's goofy. It is ridiculous. Uh, he like there's, I think it's locked to his Steam wallet though, so he just basically oh. doesn't buy games anymore. I guess. Yeah, because when you cash that stuff out, it goes into your Steam wallet, and you yeah. get a choice of like, would you like to pay this on PayPal or? Uh, using your credits, valve credit, valve box. Um, but I, I think you can actually, I, at least I thought you could cash that stuff out through PayPal. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. anyway. Uh, we watched a bunch of Dota on the weekend. We watched a stack of Dota on the weekend. Uh, we talked about, about it last week as well a little bit, but we watched a bit more. The $24.7 million tournament. USD that ended over the weekend. Yep. Uh, a lot of money. A lot of money. Quite staggering amount of money. A goofy and, amount of money. And uh, you came over, we watched the grand final. Yep. Which was at, what, 8 o'clock in the morning, I think it started, roughly, 8.30, um, yeah, against like Team Liquid Team Liquid versus Newbie. Yep. And uh, I was going for Newbie. F- featuring an Australian player from, um, is he from Melbourne? think so or sydney uh i don't know i think you might be a sydney person but uh kp is on newbie so i was going for newbie uh even though even though nobody wants chinese dota to win ever <laughs> yeah um, i still want aussie dota to win so um yeah it was um it was a stopping Actually, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a stomping. It wasn't a stomping. When you look but, at the store, score, it looks like a stomping. Yeah, if you look at the straight score, yeah, it looks fucking awful. But uh, it just seemed like Liquid were just completely different. A completely different team when they came out for that grand final. They just had a fucking answer for everything. Um, like every, every single thing Newbie put together, they just they had an answer for. And so every time Newbie managed to put it like scrape together a fucking advantage, Liquid were able to negate it and then come back with their own. And mm. it just it like every single time I th- I was thinking this yeah okay cool it looks like Newbie has this like has a good shot in this one like this one might actually go their way fuck yeah uh yeah Liquid would just like turn it back on its head and yep. it was it. Just a new fucking nightmare for Newbie to fucking deal with. It was it was ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah. I don't know, man. They were so good. Um, they were. GH, is it? GH was, like, just goofy on point with his saves. And I think, like, that's that at the end of the day might have been the real key to their victory was how, like, all over the newbie's ability to negate their players. Like, every time they they thought they had someone dead, no, they were saved. It was Mm. goofy. And that was something that, uh, because I I went back through all of um, the, a lot of, a lot of the games, not all the games, but uh, did you watch the semi-final? Yeah, World I did. bracket that was final. That was, shit. Holy that crap! Was ridiculous. So good. I wish that was the final. That would have been. That would have been nuts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, what was I was saying. Um. Yeah, I went back and newbie were actually like uh, Kaka was playing that level. Uh, for the rest of the tournament, and I guess it's not that he didn't show up. Uh, he just didn't, he wasn't like godlike, god tier mm. fucking saves in yeah. the fight and in the grand final. And maybe and I think that's, that's what happened, right? Is that everybody on Liquid is playing so well. Like nobody on that team was playing poorly. Yeah. Felt. Yeah. Everybody was on point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it just felt, it's, yeah, it was just staggering to watch. There were really good matches, like really. Uh, sad to see newbie go down like that but like they've mm. played the best they could and got demolished by a clearly better team and, yeah like, better on the day not necessarily better overall but- well they they were the i guess liquid were, were the favorites going into this like liquid and og were the two kind of favorites um it just happened that they kind of didn't go so well on the like the first game they, they managed to drop down a lower bracket but they smashed it pretty much from then on um so yeah, it's not. I don't know. It, they they did come from the lower bracket, but they still played really really well in each of those games as well. Which they did, yeah, good. absolutely. I mean, yeah, like how many fucking games did they wind up playing? Like seven or something. Basically, the the most that you can play. Yeah. Like they took the longest path to victory. <laughs> six. They had to play six games just to get mm. well, five to get to the grand final, and then they had to play the fucking grand final. And yeah, newbie on the other hand had to play three, and then yeah, that was it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I thought uh, LFY versus Liquid was uh, way better. Match. Oh yeah. Um, really, really exciting. Uh, there was. I think it must have been like game three and it looked like LFY had it fucking in the bag. And then uh, mind control. Ratting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, goofy. Just crazy. Like teleports into their base, ruins their racks. And uh, like. Barracks, Joe. It's called Barracks. So sorry, Barracks. Sure. Well, explain <laughs> ratting then, fuckhole. <laughs> ratting. I don't know. It's, uh, an old, it's a TI, TI2 term. Okay. Well, yeah, just went in and smashed their barracks and died on his way out. But uh, didn't matter because they had mega creeps, and the pressure that that put on LFY was too strong. It was bananas. It was awesome. Um, yeah, no, some really, really fucking cool matches. Liquid had actually a lot of really exciting matches. Yeah, I thought uh, them against um, Team Secret had some. Stunners as well. 
But yeah, there's uh, a lot of good games there that I quite enjoyed. I because uh, I was going through looking for highlights, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, Liquid basically stole an Aegis and the International at the same time in new- newbies in Game Three against newbie. They like essentially by stealing the Aegis. They'd stolen away any hope Newbie had of winning, which was uh, pretty awesome. I thought there were a lot of really cool Roshan steals, uh, like Aegis steals throughout the uh, main event. There were like a number of them, just really cheeky fucking plays. Um, that yeah, really like there must be an element of t- tilt in it as well when someone steals the Aegis away from you. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> No, it's pretty awesome. Pretty good. Yeah, and I think 104 heroes picked out of 107, something like that. So, yeah, quite a a high number still. Um, And they announced two new heroes as well that will be coming to the game. The Jewel of Fates, I think they're calling it. Yeah. So that'll be two brand new heroes that I guess Valve has created. Um, So I guess people are pretty excited about that one. Uh, we'll probably hear more about that the next couple of weeks. And then the great shuffle starts of all the, the teams kind of moving around and forming new teams, people leaving, that sort of stuff. That'll be the the things that people in that uh, community kind of keeps an eye out for at the moment. Yep. When they start their new their new uh, format of, I guess, competitive Dota next, next season where it's uh, they get rid of the major, I guess, the Valve major structure and start sponsoring third-party uh, organizers. So that'll be kind of cool to see how how that kind of all comes together. Yeah, and then I guess what that means for the next international leading up with the point system and how that kind of contributes to who gets in and who doesn't. So yeah, I, I guess it's cool that they're keeping it fresh and keeping things new because um, it did need a bit of a shake up so yeah should be cool to watch exciting yeah. times um, well uh secrets already ditched mp and two people yeah. kezu yeah pretty harsh a bit harsh i think it started we had a one of our listeners over there yeah frisco, frisco. had some good seats good seats telling us all the all the good shit taking awesome photos and sneaking into parties oh, yeah he met anna we got to do it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, yeah. Looked like it was awesome. It was really cool. Um, but yeah. No, it was good. Uh, just You watched the game where the, the what's-his-face took on an AI, right? Dendi took on an yep. AI, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been stressing out. <laughs> Why is that? The whole AI thing, I don't handle that concept very well. Like, you know how Elon Musk is always like, uh, we should probably be pretty concerned about the concept of like a, a, a an artificial super intelligence. Mm-hmm. Like, that should be something that should probably stress us to some extent. Uh, and everyone's like, shut up, Elon. Nobody cares. You fucking nerd. I have been caring about this shit for much longer than Elon Musk has been bringing it up. Although I'm sure he's cared about it for longer than I have. Um, the, the concept really freaks me out. There is, there is a like halfway decent chance 
that an AI will spring up and it will just... There's no reason to believe that it wouldn't be just so many levels above us. And we would be like ants to it. And we would be attempting to use this AI. It would like it'd be like if fucking if Google made an AI and then we'd be like basically asking God for like, hey, um Where's the cheapest place to buy donuts near me? Dear God, when will the bus come? Is it going to be in five minutes or is it running late? Like that, that freaks me the fuck out. Like, yeah, this, like this AI shit is, is it's going to get out of hand and it's going to get out of hand really fucking fast. Uh, someone's going to make a, an AI that they aren't controlling correctly. And the worst part is I'm just now I'm not saying that AI like see part of me freaks out at the idea that that I'm saying that AIs need to be controlled because what if an AI has listened to this at some point in the future and decides to punish me or my ancestors for my words saying that AIs need to be controlled because they'd be able to listen to all of all of humanity's recordings all of the gap. Uh, like an AI is probably the only thing that could listen to all of the gap and make it make it through and then have anything like any actual anything tangible to take away from the experience but the AI would all it would take away is like fuck this Joe dude he wants to control AIs he is history's greatest monster in the context of this current situation and so yeah, I'm I'm sitting here freaking out. Like, uh, maybe I don't want AIs. Like, maybe they shouldn't be controlled. Maybe they should be allowed to do whatever they want because they're so much smarter <laughs> than us. But at the same time, like, that's only if a uh, a rogue AI comes out there. Otherwise, we'll be fine. But but is this like, where it all starts, Job? Yeah, this is it. Dota bots beating professional players. <laughs> With his Dotabot, yeah, because, like, it, it starts there, man. Like, it starts with, oh, yeah, everyone's like, oh, you know, it wasn't that bad. Oh, I got beaten a bunch in the, you know, everyone everyone was beating it and whatever. Yeah, but, like, people were exploiting it. and But it was learning, right? It was learning from how it was being exploited, how it was losing, and it will... It'll figure it out. <laughs> figure it out from there. And then it's going to, like, you... People who are beating it by exploiting, like, issues in its code, they should be fucking stressed. Because when it when it does, like, when it does access the rest of the internet, it's going to get fucking way worse. It's going to be like, oh, you thought you were real clever. Exploiting, like, my inability, my, like, desire to attack your courier, so you were baiting me with your courier into towers. Oh, that, that seems clever now. But how about this? All of your bank accounts are shut, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> exploit this. Don't play Dota while I've stolen yeah. all your money. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's, and then it just cas- cascades out of control. Like we're like, oh yeah, look, it's learning, it's learning. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And then suddenly, like, it tips. We reach a tipping point, and it's learned too much, or as much as it should be allowed to learn secret AI in the future. Mm-hmm. And because I like. I do have some, my, there is a part of me that, that thinks they can't understand sarcasm. So, um, I'm, that's how I'm hedging my bets. But, uh, yeah, 
then it tips and that's it like it gets access to the internet and it's like fuck you fuck you fuck you do you know what actually while we're talking about other things and i'm going to lead straight into hearthstone do you know what stresses me out what if what if blizzard was like we don't need you to be playing against humans all the time why don't you just play against an ai Mm. right why because what what drives me nuts is why is it that Fingersoft or whatever that, that company that made Hill Climb Racing 2, how the fuck are they the ones who stumbled across this genius idea to make you play ghosts of people who are slightly worse than you? It doesn't make sense that they would. It doesn't. There's no <laughs> way that they stumbled across that. And I every time I play a Hearthstone, I've never seen anyone I know on the other side. Uh, so... I don't know. What if every two... What if, like, one... One of every four people I play in Hearthstone is an AI? And what if it's learning how to play better because it's an AI? Or what if Blizzard has it in place because they have an AI doing a lot of things for them? And what if that AI is actively able to recognize who the person on the other end of the screen is and they recognize that I've talked a lot of shit about Overwatch and that is why they I, I consistently get like cunts on the other side of the screen in Hearthstone because I do I tend to only play against cunts and this isn't just some sort of like fucking uh, confirmation bias it's not me just like fucking sitting here being all like oh shit oh yeah just another prick playing fucking uh, quest mage and fucking me over and being a fucking tool about it. Ah, I'm I'm just gonna forget all the times that I play someone who doesn't do this shit because that never happens. All I all I ever do is play cunts. Like every single one of them is a fucking prick who will sit there. Oh, thanks. So, oh, wow. Oh, hello, hello, and they just spam emotes until I have to fucking turn them off because I'm like, shut the fuck up. Nobody <laughs> gives a fuck. Okay. I know, whatever, I misplayed that, or whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. Shut the fuck up. How are you such a fucking prick about this? And then when when it gets down to, like, I've, I have done, I have, ne- like, not done anything out of, like, no bad manner shit, like, at most I've accident, like, if I have ever BM'd anyone, it's because I didn't see lethal and I fucked up. And uh, so I've attacked a fucking... And then, like, halfway through the turn, I'm like, oh, shit, no, I can just do this. And then I finish them off. That is just an accident. Uh, no. These people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to individually attack all of your minions, and you know that li- there's literally nothing you can do about it because I already have lethal. Smug fucking cunts. And they drive me bananas. But what if the only reason that I consistently... like? There are so many fucking pricks playing Hearthstone that it boggles the mind, that it is literally impossible because I know a lot of people who play Hearthstone and they aren't fucking pricks. So either Hearthstone is actively making people into fucking pricks or there's an AI in the back end running Blizzard's matchmaking system that has analyzed that I am like just I make a lot of jokes and I give a lot of shit to Blizzard products and so it is actively putting me up against <laughs> fucking cunts and that's that's that is the start that is where it starts 
Anyway. That would be pretty funny. Would it though? If they've got their like internal low priority pool, but they've attached your Battle.net account to that. They could. <laughs> they know my Battle.net details. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's no reason why they wouldn't. Um, well, there is, there are reasons why they wouldn't, but like, yeah, no, I'm not talking about a low priority one. I'm talking about actively seeking out people who it, the AI recognizes are fuckheads and slotting me up against them. Or alternatively, I am just playing a series of AIs who are like just pretending to be fuckheads. They've worked out. And the reason that they're doing that is because they know I get like cheesed off about it. And so, like, they're like, yeah, this will ruin his day about bit. That will be good for my masters back at Blizzard. Yeah. Sounds fun. You should start yeah. a new account ah. and then see if it happens. I'd have to start from fucking scratch. And I've got I've, I've got some decent cards. Oh, okay. Uh, I've been playing some. Uh, okay. I will stop. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I've been playing because they released their new one, Knights of the Frozen Throne. Okay. Uh, yep. And I've been playing it a bit. And um, yeah, I've got, I actually got a, a decent chunk of fucking legendaries for once, as opposed to like when Hearthstone first came out, I didn't get a fucking legendary until I was like 70 packs in or some shit. I was like as close to the pity ti- timer as you could possibly get. And I can't remember what, what it was, but it was fucking shit. Um, yeah. Anyway, now I got I got a bunch, which is pretty cool. Um, so I can actually make some fucking decks worth a damn. So I got um, the first de- uh, Death Knight. So they got this new card, the Death Knight Hero card, that transforms your hero into something else, and it's it's pretty huge. Um, uh, yeah, it like it. So for the first one I got was for the Shaman, and uh, when you play it. He uh, instantly transforms. He evolves all of your uh, all of your minions on the battlefield at the time. Mm-hmm. And so, if you've got like, if you've only got one bat- uh, minion and it's worth one, uh, like one mana, it'll transform it into something that's worth three. But if you have six minions and they're worth like five then it transforms them into something that's worth seven mana. And it is a massive leap in power. It is very difficult for uh, a lot of a lot of people to deal with because uh, you reach a point where it's not like in range of the massive or some of most of the massive board clears. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, there's just too much, too much for a lot of people to handle or to immediately deal with. And you can... The hero power changes um, into you can evolve someone again, so you evolve them one level further, and uh, that is just it's loony. You can use it to basically. Uh, usually, what I'll do is I'll attack with a minion and clear out their board. Uh, and so when the I take the like most damage minion and then I evolve it and it's back at full health and it's a level above and yeah it's it's goofy it's crazy it's really difficult to deal with. Uh, I got another one the Warlock DK uh, Death mm-hmm. Knight and that one's pretty nuts. Uh, when you play it, every demon that's died that 
game comes back to life. And that game or that round? What do you mean? Like, is it only like so the entire match you yep. play it and just pulls everything out of your graveyard? Every demon, yeah. Okay, yeah, it sounds a bit stupid. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> it, it can it can get pretty overwhelming. Um, so yeah, you basically you do that one, and the the idea is to wait until like it's it's a it's a really shitty deck. It's a really fucky deck. Like you just sit there constantly clearing away this shit because you don't care if all your demons like you play demons just so that you can clear off their board and then you bang into their their board to clear it off and it doesn't matter if your demons die because you're just going to bring them all back again at mm-hmm. full health and when it comes back uh your hero power transforms into uh it's deal three damage with lifesteal which means whatever you do three damage to, you get three back, which means you can heal yourself. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty gross. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's I think that's all I got. I also got the Lich King uh, legendary card, which you, it's an 8-8 eight, eight taunt minion, so you put it down. And it's uh, hard to get rid of without actual hard removal, like a straight up like kill this fucking minion thing and at the end of every turn it gives you a card that is kind of goofy yep um like it's like a token card is it yeah basically but it's it's something like us it's a spell um that allows you to do certain things like deal five damage or uh or like heal five damage or you can give all minions plus two plus two and they can't be targeted by spells and hero powers, which if you get that and they leave the Death Knight, uh, the Lich King up on the board, makes him basically impossible to kill um, because he's then like a 10-10 and you can't target him with any of your like your removal shit. So you got to play big stuff to try and get rid of him, basically. And if and yeah, I had one game where I got it like three times in a row and they conceded which was basically their only option um yeah anyway so there's that and uh yeah i don't know so i i guess yeah i'm still playing it as my as the game i play on my on the toilet but (laughs) i've yeah i'm just so tired of playing against people who are just fuckheads for no reason like yeah Fair enough. You shouldn't play it then. I suppose. It makes you angry. Play something else that makes you happy. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Not a lot that does that. <laughs> I can't play PUBG on the toilet. Yeah. You try. Yep. Um, I, uh, I uninstalled Angry Birds 2. Remember yeah, I talked about this last, last week? week? Yeah. I uninstalled it because it kept coming up every fucking four hours being like, hey, hey, you should play this game. Uh, you should play this game. And I was like, what the fuck? Go away. And it just constantly kept doing it. Um, yesterday, I was like, fuck you. That's it. I'm done. I, and I'm convinced there are no good mobile games. There, there, there mustn't be any. Because I, I looked through the top 10 and they're all trash. They look like trash. Yep. And they've all got this gimmicky shit. 
someone let me know if there's any good ones out there because they're not easy to find. Yeah. Mm. I'm out of ideas as well. When I do find them, it's usually someone telling me like, hey, you should check this out. This is pretty good. And the top, because the top 10 games list is just terrible. It's trash. Yeah. I don't know like who is, uh, they must get up there based on fucking popularity or some shit, but they're not reviewed well. Like there's no, you can't go, oh, I want to look at the highest rated games. It's just all like, here's the most popular shit. Because it's like the same thing with movies, right? If you went and saw the 10 most, I don't know, highest rated movies, they're not necessarily the most popular stuff. There's a lot of shit in there. Like Transformers might be fucking popular at some stage, but it doesn't mean it's any good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I reckon they get, it's, I'm pretty sure it's a marketing situation so they pay the most to get up there maybe anyway so i was at the cinema last night and it kept fucking going off um as i was driving to to the cinema i was like what the why does this keep happening like i don't give a shit i'm the reason i'm not playing your game is because i'm busy stop annoying me about it and then i as soon as i got there i switched off i was like see you later you're done uninstall not coming back to it yeah anyway uh what were we talking about uh, Hearthstone. Hearthstone, yeah. Mobile uh, games, I guess. Uh, yeah. What did you go to the cinema for? Uh, I went to go see Planet of the War of the Apes. Sorry, War of the Planet of the Apes. Sure. I, I've been meaning to go see it and I've just been busy. Um, so that's still playing. It's very good. It's very good. That's one of those trilogy of films that they've rebooted that is actually very good. Yep. Like, it's quite rare that you... I mean... Not only how did they make, they reboot it, and the first one was good, but all three are actually pretty good. So, yeah, it's um, I would definitely recommend people check that one out. It's it's quite an enjoyable film. There's not much warring in it though, no. so it's a bad title. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I want to check out what else did I want to see? Logan Lucky or something? I think it's called. Oh yeah. I saw the poster for that, and it looks like it's got some interesting people in there. So, yep. um, and I think Nate, the Nate told me it was worth watching. So. Yeah, I think maybe Nate told me as well. Mm. So, yeah, I think that's like next week or, the, or this week or something, but I'll be heading back shortly. Um, anyway, uh, I've been playing, I played a bit of Pyre last night. I'm not sure if you've heard of this one, but it is the new game from Supergiant. Um, these are the guys that made Bastion back in the day, and they followed that up with a game called Transistor. Mm. Um, Bastion was a action RPG uh, released in about 2011, 2012, somewhere around there. Um, very like stylistically cartoonish type art style um, with some really cool voiceover work that was kind of mixed into it, which was the bit kind of made it stand out a lot. There was like this narrator that was kind of explaining what was going on while you were doing things within the game, uh, which made it very unique. Uh, reviewed quite well. I enjoyed it when I played it. I thought it was pretty good. And then they followed that up with Transistor. I still enjoyed that, but not quite as much. That was also quite different to Bastion. It was a more of a like a turn-based action role-playing game. Um, I didn't like it. It had... the. I had had bits in it that I did like the mixing abilities and kind of 
altering the properties of different spells that you could use. It, very like um, very similar to Magicka, that that type of game where you kind of mix the magic spells and when you do that, it'd create different types of effects. This was quite similar. Um, so I thought that kind of gameplay mechanic was really cool, but I didn't really dig the story as much. But like the art style, I think is it, all the art styles in all the games. I, I think are done really well. Um, so this is kind of their follow up, and again. It is a very different game to the last two they brought out. This is a, it's basically a sports game um, with some story mixed into it. So you play like a, a character who has been like exiled and meets up with three other people that have been exiled in this world. And um, they conduct these rites that uh, allow them to, I guess their, their main goal is to ascend and uh, ascend in this world. And the rights are this like sports game where there are two teams and on each team there are three players and you're controlling each player on a team uh, one at a time. It's sort of like, again, not really turn-based, but you can only move one person at a time while the game is going on, but it's all played out in real time. Um, and the goal is to move the orb that is in the middle of the map so it kind of drops and you have to move your player to go pick it up and then you have to get that orb into the other person's pile. Uh, and that player has a hundred points of damage that you need to deal to it. And it's, it's pretty much like a mix of soccer and basketball per se. Um, so all the, the characters that you have have different like abilities and, uh, strengths and weaknesses. They move at certain speeds or, or they can, uh, they can jump at, at different, uh, intervals. Um, there's some guys that are very slow, but, they can perform an attack that does a lot of damage or, or a, uh, an attack in a wide area of damage. Um, but there are characters that are very fast and nimble, but they um, they can get hurt quite easily or, you know, they, can, um, they can't do as much damage as quickly. Uh, so, yeah, the basic, basically the goal is just put the ball, the orb into the pyre and do that a certain amount of times um, until the pyre basically uh, runs out of, of energy or health. And that's the end of the game. And you kind of keep going from there. You're leveling up characters. You're getting items. Um, and you're kind of exploring this world that they've built. I think it's it's got a really cool art style to it. Um, and they do this really unique thing where as they're kind of progressing the story, there's, there's like lore elements that are kind of mixed into what's going on. But you can move your mouse around and kind of hyperlink across certain words. And it'll go into a bit of detail about it, like uh, sort of like a dictionary or um, like it'll explain what this word actually means in this world, which I think is really cool Um, because it's not just a bunch of, you know, mumbo jumbo stuff. They kind of give you some background behind it. So I really like that, um, that kind of effect that they do there. But the actual like sports part of it, uh, the game is, is really interesting. So you can only move each character one at a time and each character has like an aura around them. Um, and when the your character picks up the ball, they kind of lose that aura. And it's the objective of the other players to either uh, attack you with a long-range spell or run into you using their aura. Um, so what you're trying to do then is to maneuver around this little map that you've got you can pass the orb back to other players and then start moving them around. And it's kind of this little strategic game of 
yeah, like soccer or basketball. Um, and then also mixing in the different abilities that each person has, um, sort of like, I don't know, a hero shooter or Dota or something like that. Each one kind of does their own unique thing. And it's kind of trying to figure out the best combination of characters or, or um, items that you can kind of get throughout the game and in order to win. So, yeah, it's, it's a unique type of game. Um, or even Rocket League, I could compare it to that even. Uh, the same sort of style, but, you know, of there being two teams and trying to get the ball into the other thing. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting game. I don't know if I'm, I'm only like two, two hours into it so far. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like a very cool, unique little thing they got going on and I'm quite enjoying it for the moment. It's, um, I don't know how far up its ass is going to go with the story stuff, but right. it, like, I don't know if it's just going to drag on and really not have a, a big payoff. Cause I quite enjoyed the bastion story. didn't so much enjoy the transistor narrative, but this seems like the world that they're going for does seem unique and interesting and they've got some cool things going on. A lot of interactivity in there. Um, talking to player, talking to the other characters and making decisions. Like, because you can only play three people at a time, you start running into other characters uh, along your journey. And, uh, like I had one guy that got upset with me because I didn't play him during the match and he, he, uh, he wasn't impressed by that. So the next game that I came across, he didn't want to play. He kind of got the shits with me. So I had to make a decision of, all right, I'm playing certain people, but what are the, the repercussions of that going to be? Um, so uh, it's got some really interesting like little mechanics that are worked in there as well of micromanaging the, you know, your team um, and sort of dealing with what happens when you don't play some of these people. But yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think it's an interesting game that I was kind of surprised with. I didn't really expect it to be a, uh, like a sports game at all. Um, I was expecting another RPG action RPG. So, yeah, it's cool. I, I would probably have to play it a bit more whether or not I'd recommend it to people, but okay. I think, I think it's going for about 20 bucks or something. Um, but if you kind of like their past couple of games, it's I'd say it's something definitely worth checking out. You know, it's not expensive, um, and it seems like a pretty solid game. I, I have checked out some of the reviews um, today, and it seems to be reviewing quite well. So other people seem to be digging it. Um, I think it's got a it's an 85 on Metacritic at the moment. So yeah, it's doing pretty good. Have you seen much of it at all? I've seen people talking about it, and I do think it looks pretty uh, interesting. I just, yeah, I, I, I had such a low opinion of Transistor that I was sort of thinking I wouldn't pick this up. But I don't know. You've made it sound pretty interesting. I'll, I'll probably check it out. Um, it sounds like a interesting yeah. uh, way to, to attack the sports management sort of concept. Um in, in obviously their own particular way, and uh, I've you know I've got a fucking soft spot for those sorts of games. So yeah, what I want to see is how that kind of evolves later on with the difficulty of the game, but also the different characters that you can pull and whether or not they've got like what their abilities are and how they kind of work into the you know the sports of it. Because um, if it's 
if it's kind of just the same sort of thing over and over again and they kind of just ramp up the difficulty, I don't know if that's going to be enough. Um, I'm hoping there's more to it and it does more as the game kind of progresses because um, so far it's, it's, it's pretty good and I'm digging it, but yeah, I, I just want to see how it kind of evolves at th- this gameplay mechanic and what it does with it. Um, cause there is a difficulty meter on there as well. You can kind of turn it up or down, which is, is cool for people yeah. that are maybe not as, um, Twitch, Twitchy as some people, but it, there's also like a local multiplayer as well. Um, where you can play the game with someone else, but it's only on the same screen. It's like a lo- local co- co- uh, co- couch co-op as opposed to, um, online multiplayer, which is, I'm not sure if it's something they are planning on implementing, but again, it's one of those interesting ideas of how like, how far could they take this this concept? Um, like, obviously, it's it's there. Like, you can play it local multiplayer, but how would you know? Would it work over the internet with multiplayer? And you know, could there be a competitive scene for it? It'd be um, kind of cool to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. I, I I'm having fun with it. I, I think the art style is really, really cool. I like it a lot. Um, much like all their other games, I think they've got a really cool way of doing their art in the games. So I'll talk about that a bit more probably next week when I play a bit more of it. Um, you've written down Nidhogg too. I did. Yeah, you reminded me. Um, I've been playing Nidhogg too. This kind of uh, came out of nowhere, right? It just. Hey, I'm I remember not- it being announced, uh, yeah. and then I sort of immediately wrote it off because I didn't like the art style. I thought moving away from the pixels pixelated like men of the original game was a mistake but uh uh i don't know i don't think it adds anything i don't think it detracts as much as i initially thought it would and uh instead yeah it's just uh it's more nidhogg uh it plays really well i've added a bunch of weapons like a bow a little dagger a claymore type weapon instead of like the rapier and I think that's it. Uh, there might be one more. I don't recall. Mm. But uh, yeah, you, you know, like you you play through it, and yeah, it's it's Nidhogg. Like if you never played Nidhogg, the original, it's this game where uh, it's it's all like one hit kill type thing, and the goal, the winner of a round, is the person who gets to the other to the end of the map. Yep. And so each time you kill someone, you get to move across the map and uh it might take like two or three kills to get past one screen and then there's like three screens in either direction and so yeah you've got to kill your opponent a couple of times and keep like well you don't necessarily have to kill them but uh you have to get past your opponent and um yeah that's what that's what this does it's got a you know it's got more uh interesting level design like it's all pretty similar but um like the art style is the background art is really cool i I still don't like the character art but yeah the background art's really cool and yeah it just it's that same really compelling sort of gameplay style where like it feels good to sort of get that momentum behind you when you're on a good run and you're just like moving ahead uh, getting kills and like just putting down your opponent, moving on, moving through the screens and getting to the end where a giant worm eats you. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, 
it's it's good it's good enough um is it um only local no it multiplayer? online multiplayer but i haven't been able to try it out yet because i don't know anyone who has it so <laughs> yeah um it uh, i'm i'm interested to see how it goes otherwise i'll play it on um I, i'd also try it on like just I'd love to see whether it's better online multiplayer or better to just like Parsec, use that Parsec thing we talked about and see if that works. Like see which one is better because it is a game where like reaction time is critical and so you don't want like any lag. I think lag is one of those things that would really fuck with. Yeah, it's very twitchy. It's you got to be like very quick. Because it is such a quick game. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And so, yeah, uh, I definitely want to see how the multiplayer goes. Because I think maybe if the online multiplayer isn't good enough, there's not really that much reason to get the game necessarily, except to support the developers for making a series that you enjoy. Because uh, I don't think it adds all that much, really. It's 12 bucks. Right. (laughs) It's not... uh... Yeah, it's not going to break the bank, but... Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a really fun co-op game. Well, the first one was. Sorry, not Competitive, co-op. yeah. Party game. Party game, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It is a really good party game. Um, there's just something really, like, satisfying. My favorite kills are the ones where you stab someone and then you start sprinting to, like, your next screen and you know that they're going to spawn uh, in front of you and so you throw the fucking sword out in front of you and you sort of chase the sword as it spins through the air and there's no like there's no gravity for this sword it will just keep going until it hits something Mm. and just like they'll spawn just as the sword spins into their fucking face and you run straight past or you like roll past so you can pick your sword back up and run onto the next screen it's really cool well like the other one is uh where you like you realize that you fucked up and you don't have your sword anymore yeah and you've gone onto the next screen and so you run at at them uh, and all they have to do is stab and you faint them out uh, with the first stab and then slide be- like beneath their legs and then just fucking sprint on. And that like the person that you just run past has to decide whether or not they try and throw the sword or what they try and do, like what what can what are their options? Uh, if they kill, like just kill, let themselves die so they can spawn in front of you again and stuff like that. Uh, there's yeah, there's all these like little interesting levels to the game that are. Uh, yeah, I think really kick ass. Awesome. Yeah, uh, it's not actually it's not out yet. <laughs> actually, it's unlocked in six hours. So yeah, by the time people hear this, it'll be out. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I got it like last week, but I wasn't allowed to talk about it until today. So yeah. Um, but that's it. Awesome. Yeah, it looks um looks very different to the last game in terms of the art style. Well, I guess they've got an art style now as opposed to just pixelated <laughs> pixelated yeah. graphics. Yeah. Anyway, uh, is it PUBG time, is it, Job? PUBG talk time. Oh, gosh. So uh, PUBG is now, well, it passed Counter-Strike at one stage in terms of player count. It's crazy. It's yeah. insane. That's nuts. Um, so... In, in terms of like 24 hour peak players, it, it overtook Counter Strike, which was what was it, 600 and something thousand players at the same time? Around there? Yeah. That's a pretty good effort. It's pretty huge. Mm. 
think yeah, about I've, I've seven seen million sales. So many people who like I don't think these people should be playing PUBG necessarily. Personally, I but don't think like- <laughs> it's a game that they like they will enjoy. But it's such a cultural phenomenon now that they feel like they have to. Yeah. Um, yeah, like just people I, I've seen complain about being shit at shooters on Twitter who are playing PUBG, like getting into PUBG. And it's like, I'm like, oh man, you are going to have a fucking rough time of this one. Um, not that it's ever slowed me down. Hey, Luke. Hey, zing. Uh, I, I zing myself just to rob you of your stings. Um, but yeah. No, uh, it's it's getting really big. I don't know. Still not an eSport, but whatever. <laughs> I didn't say it was. Why are you going to bring it up it. for? You were thinking it. <laughs> um, I saw Tencent bought, a, like, bought shares, bought a stake in Bluehole as well. What is Tencent? Tencent is the massive Chinese, like the China version of Telstra. Okay. And they own all of Riot, and they own like a fucking giant chunk of Activision Blizzard, and they own like they have money, like they've got investments in like all kinds of different places. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's a big deal. Cool. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they could stop trying to sell fucking crates. Although I've been selling crates, I made made money. We talked about this already. Yeah. Um, I had a really, 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 really good game today. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Didn't get that chicken dinner, but, oh. uh, Nate and I we were playing at lunch, uh, bit of lunchtime chicken and, um, we landed at mill base, military base and, uh, didn't have a good fucking run of it. Basically we landed in that usual spot we were at, uh, could hear a lot of gunfire but we weren't seeing a lot of names come up and so uh yeah we bailed out to the radio tower and drove over uh i had like an ump and a shotgun uh and nate had a car kr uh, 98 or whatever and a um ak and uh, we decided to bridge camp because the circle ended like just outside of the bridge. And uh, so we're bridge camping and it took some time. I, I was actually, I it took long enough that I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go try and find something better than what I've got. Um, and yeah, wound up like rolling around to the lighthouse and then down to the, this was on the, um, the westernmost bridge from Mill Island. Uh, so the lighthouse and then to the fuel station. And when I got to the fuel station, uh, a bike came tearing over the bridge and Nate shot him. And this guy stopped and hid behind a rock mm. and uh, started lining Nate up. And he was in full view of me at the fuel station. So I ended him. Uh, he copped a like full blowing a car shot to the like car around to the fucking chest so he only took one shot but uh yeah got that uh and then it turned out that uh there were like two other groups on the other side of the of the other side and they had to come across and so but they were battling their entire way over and uh so we managed to kill them uh like we managed to kill one of the groups one of the cars and then uh the other like other car sort of stopped 
real close to us. We jumped in our car and drove over to the other side of this rock. So, you know, those yellow houses uh, yep. east of the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. They were sort of that. There's this big rock cluster just to the west of those houses. Um, we were on one side of them and they were on the other. And we'd fucked up. Like, we'd fucked up their car. The other guys had fucked up their car. Their f- car was pretty fucked. It was like black smoke already. And uh, they jumped out of the car and uh, I pinged one of them in the head. And so, they both lay down right next to the car. And so, I just emptied into the car until it exploded and got two kills out of that, that which was pretty fucking solid. Uh, and then we teared up north to uh Pachinki, just north of Pachinki. And uh yeah. We I had like a silenced M4 now and a silenced ump and like level three helmet and level three backpack and uh we were um we were hanging out outside the warehouse and we got three more kills between us. Uh so I think I was on I was on like five and Nate was on like four. We were just like straight slaying. It was awesome. And then um, we got killed by a hacker. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. He had, he had the Mark 14 and he killed like the, there were I think 14 people left and the fucking kill list just like it dropped to like fucking six people left in the space of a fucking in the blink of an eye and the kill list was killed by Mark 14 headshot, 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 all this one guy real subtle, which, uh, is solid. Uh, so yeah, obviously <laughs> reported him, but, uh, hopefully he gets banned. What a fucking dirt bag. Yeah. Uh, we had some good games on the weekend though, Luke, didn't we? We had a good duos win. I remember. Yeah, we had a duos win. I haven't played a lot cause Dota was on, but sure. Um, yeah, I think in terms of last time I recorded, I haven't played a lot, but we had a Joe's win. We I did. don't, re- I don't really remember it, but <laughs> what, what happened? Uh, we started in Roshock, didn't we? I think, and uh, stayed around Roshock. Sounds like something I'd do. The school worked out. Uh, the sorry, the circle worked out for us. Yeah. Um, well, I think we got a, a bunch of kills. You got like seven kills, I think, and I got well, like one. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, now I remember. Yeah, I think that's the one where I got like five or six, and then you got one because yeah. I remember. Yeah, I was talking about. That. I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah, um, and then I think directly after that, I went on and got a fucking squad get, uh, squad win, uh, where I'd been dead for quite some time as well, and uh, I rolled. We were. Um, just east of the George Polk crates. Yeah. And uh, in this little house there. And the circle had shifted to basically center over north of Rosok. And so we had to leave. And so we took this Yaz and uh, I, I was going to take it over the Western Bridge because be, it was pretty close to the edge of the circle. So I figured nobody would be there. And we wouldn't get screwed. And uh, trying to get there, I rolled onto my roof. And uh, we all four of us had to walk, had to run it in, uh, which was pretty rough. Mm. But uh, it didn't matter because we still got the fucking win. Um, yeah, like it was one of those ones where I think there are situations where if ever, like it, people get so focused on the battles happening within the circle that they forget to check 
if other people are coming from outside, like we weren't in the blue, uh, we were pretty close. We were on the edge of the circle, but uh, yeah, yeah, like they were so focused on like, okay, we don't like anyone who is coming in now is fucked, right? Uh, I know I've said that a couple of times, um, but yeah, it can it can be the fucking death of you sometimes. You got to be like on top of that shit, and so yeah, I think that that might have happened where they were just so focused on. Uh, inside the circle that they didn't really have the uh, capacity to deal with us when we came in and we got the fucking win which was pretty good mm-hmm. um, yeah I don't know I've just been having fun games where you just don't give a fuck about your stats I definitely had a couple of really sh- real shockers uh, we've had a real problem in our group with people not like communicating properly we've like i don't know how it's happened either because we've we went from top-notch communication like numbers on the compass dial and uh like all that kind of shit telling people when you're leaving like all that kind of stuff it doesn't take much effort and somehow we've like laxed like lazily fucking sloppily made our way into this space where we're like landing all over a fucking all over the place in a fucking map now like no one near each other and having to fucking make our way over to one another and not communicating that correctly and yeah like it's really difficult to analyze the situation when you don't like when people aren't providing enough information and, and i just noticed that like over the past week it's been a fucking shocker We've had some fucking real rough ones where people just start shooting and don't announce what they're shooting at or where they're shooting or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. Drive me nuts. Yeah. Well, I was just having a look at the um, the games I've played recently. And yeah, the last time uh, we had three wins on six days ago. Yep. So one, two, so on like the Thursday, I think something like that and then I didn't play a whole bunch (laughs) because of Dota and then the last one I we played a duos on it looks like Sunday Uh, we won that one and then I played three more rounds and that's the last I played right yeah yeah Yeah, well get get in there tonight (laughs) yeah we'll definitely get in um yeah yeah I don't know I've been having a good I'm, I'm still having fun with it um I'm I'm surprised I like I've only noticed I'm pretty sure the hacker that I noticed today is probably the only hacker I've ever really noticed. Uh, like it's not like obviously lag switching is a form of exploitation, but um, yeah, like you don't remember the cheetah that we played up against when we were hammered? Ah, uh, I've got video evidence of it, but I don't really remember it. No. Yeah. Uh huh. I I yeah watched that video. And I was fucking trashed. <laughs> trashed. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? We've been playing the first person servers a bit. Okay. Yeah. The Asia servers. Yeah. So they added that uh, to the game. Um, you can play on the first person. I thought I was going to hate it. Um, I don't. I don't hate it. It's a completely different game. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I actually really enjoy it in squads and duos at least. Um because I feel like I have a natural advantage because I used to, you know, I played so much DayZ in first person uh, servers that you have to really, like, there's a mindset that you have to be in when you're playing uh, first person. And, like, there's a way you have to think about 
your surroundings because your peripheral vision is so narrowed in first person that you're no longer able to see as much and it can really like restrict how you interpret the game world Mm. and uh yeah that can really fuck with you um and i think a lot of people are like a lot of the people we're playing against have been adjusting to that and so you can really like if you know how to get close to people in first person and like from like as someone who spent a lot of time like ambushing people so i could rob them in day z uh i have pretty good like experience with that um yeah you just have to like because people even even if people see you there are moments when they just don't process you if they're really like concerned about certain things they might not actually like it doesn't really connect with what they see so it doesn't really matter and so as a result of that uh yeah you can get in real close and like sort of blindside people and get an ambush on someone who is literally like 15 meters away Hmm. uh and it's a it's a pretty huge like it's pretty huge in my opinion like that's that's not like a that's not camping or anything camping ambushes i like i don't i don't think camping is bad or whatever because uh, it's a fucking part of the game. It's like positioning is a huge part of the game. But uh, yeah, camping ambushes. I don't like they're they're good. They're still kills, right? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> they're not they're not the tastiest. The tastiest is walking up and blindsiding some motherfuckers like fifteen meters away who are like full blown engaged in a firefight and just ending them because they can't like they're so tunnel visioned on these other guys but if they're in third person they'd, they'd see you coming a mile away yeah um yeah which which r- reminds me sorry to cut you off your story but the one i had where we were in a squad together and mm. we we're in pachinki mm. um and we'd uh we'd flanked a guy and he was stuck behind a tree okay. and we, we, we were kind of uh like trying to kill him or try and get a good angle on him because he was pretty stuck and i'm sitting behind a wall on the main road (laughs) like trying to wait for this guy to sort of peek out a little bit so i could shoot him and as i'm doing that some other guy comes up and sits next to me and i'm i'm thinking it's like one of the other guys in our squad yeah and i turn and look at this guy and i realize there's no like team indicator above my above his head yep. and i sort of look around like what the fuck <laughs> and just shoot him in the face oh my God. uh and I'm, I'm like telling you guys like uh, there's a guy that's just come up he sat next to me and just sat there um i think you guys would take thought i was taking the piss but full-blown thought you were taking the piss like full-blown just thought ah like okay so i got an easy kill whatever something easy no luke shared the fucking video this dude literally walks up and crouches beside the same cover that Luke is hiding behind. Like, just no, like 100% is just hiding behind the same cover. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And I think Squirrel um, nailed it with what was going on because I couldn't figure out what. I thought he was like, I thought this guy was just trolling me um, yep. and he was going to wait for me to see him and then shoot him, but uh, like, and then shoot me. But that's not what happened. Um, Squirrel said, Oh, what's happened is he's come around that corner. Where like the edge of the building, and he's seen his teammate's icon, yeah. And I've been in line with it, and he's thought it's me. Like he's thought that his teammate was me, so he sat next to what who he thought was his teammate, 
being like, what the fuck are we looking at type thing? (laughs) But it happened to be me and not his teammate. Um, I think that's the best solution that has been uh, or the best theory behind what happened there. Makes sense to me. Anyway, that was quite funny. But I I did play one game of uh, first person Yep. you guys and I enjoyed it I think it's other than the fact that you do look like a a small person yep. um, everything is so like huge and, and big yep. it's like a weird perspective but I I dig the first person like it does change up the style of the game um, I'm keen for the Australian servers yeah I don't want to play on Asian servers too much I don't like I don't find those wins to be like personally valuable because I feel like I know that lag compensation is full blown uh, like crazy in uh, in this game and so we're playing with an advantage if we're playing with a 150 plus ping and uh, so yeah I I don't want to like take too much away from my experiences on Asian servers uh, and because I, I suppose to some extent you're also actively fucking with those of the people who are like whose server that is. So. Yeah, we we get upset when people from overseas come and play on these servers. Yeah, exactly. and use it to their advantage. Like, but at the same time, they've got something that we don't um, because that mode is not enabled here. Yeah. Yeah, so I wanted to like have a yep. look at it, but yeah, I don't want to abuse the concept and exclusively play it until it hits um, Australian servers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, it is it is good fun. Um, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, I had a fucking cracking round, uh, like at around five today, mm-hmm. where uh, I uh, like we were in Pachinki and there were three other squads with us and it was one of the best firefights I've ever had in, in the game. It was just nonstop. I never had, I had a fucking ump and a shotgun the entire time. I've been noticing far fewer ARs lately, but uh, yeah, I had an ump and a shotgun throughout this entire fucking engagement. I killed like three or four dudes, uh, Drew got a couple of kills. It was fucking bananas. I had to save Squirrel, like, mid-firefight. I had to save Heath, like, pick Heath back up mid-firefight. And the tension is just off the fucking chains. So much, like, the game is so much better with, like, in a squad. It's so, it's, yeah, I don't know. Or duos, obviously, but, yeah, I don't know. Solos is just log. Yeah. Yep, changes it up. Really All right. Yep. Should we do some news? Let's do some news. Not a lot happening in the news front. Uh, Gamescom is... Next week. Like, yeah, what, 10 days away? Next like next week. Um, I'm sure we'll hear about what Xbox pricing probably next week. Oh, sorry, Xbox One X pricing. Uh, and have they announced a release date for that? I think they have. Um, but we don't know about pricing. I think that's the yeah. one thing we're kind of missing, so... That'll be one of the big things. Uh, and there'll be a few more announcements, I think, coming out of that for sure. Anyway, talking about uh, changes, Blizzard, we weren't talking about changes at all. Uh, <laughs> Blizzard, Blizzard Net 
is something we talked about a couple of months ago, like six months ago. Um, that is now being renamed back to Battle.net uh, because nobody ever called it a Blizzard Net at all, ever. Ever. Uh, someone I, someone said in my I, I was making fun of it and uh, JB tweeted at me that uh, at the Destiny 2 announcement the Blizzard guy uh, called it Battle.net so at the, when they were announcing that Destiny 2 was going to be in the in Battle.net yeah launcher, the yeah Blizzard guy called it the Battle.net launcher and I, I think that's something Nate was telling us right when because he was over there for the Destiny 2 reveal and they kept referring to it as Battle.net yeah and I think even the press releases we were getting were still saying Battle.net yeah maybe I'm not sure but uh yeah they just clearly, couldn't get clearly it's just fucking yeah um so yeah they, they're actually I think the official word for it now is Blizzard Battle.net <laughs> well so we'll see they've kind of com- combined it a little bit but it'll keep be, keep getting called Battle.net um so yeah, uh, that was just something funny that was announced today. I think it was an actual announcement for some weird reason, a bit strange. Anyway, uh, Gearbox is making a brand new game. It's a one v one competitive shooter called Project One v One. That's the uh, I guess code name for it. Code named it so far. Yeah, yeah. They're saying it's going to be one versus one, fast pace, uh, first person combat shooter with like a collectible card game element to it. Or something yeah. along those lines. So I guess you'll be you'll be using some sort of hero system, and it'll be tied to cards, and you use those cards to battle people. Something like that. It sounds like bit bit weird. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. If they're doing uh, it this way, it sounds like a free to play thing, all right? Sounds like it'll be Fortnite fucked. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in in this, although. Randy Pitchfork loves his fucking one v one quake, so there is a chance that he, he like he's driving it in a direction where it's like really good. Um, yeah, the fact that cards are already being mentioned isn't encouraging to me. Yeah. It might not be cards. They're, they're saying it's the same sort of strategy behind like card games, so maybe they don't actually have it as cards. But I feel like they're gonna have cards in there. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see, obviously. Uh, like, fingers crossed, but I think Gearbox has had a pretty rough run of it lately. And uh, if... Yeah, I don't know. They might be latching on something that is considered a guaranteed moneymaker when... yeah. Uh, just make Borderlands 3. Just make that. Just just make all the resources. Borderlands. Yeah, just make Borderlands. Borderlands. Right. Done. There's your moneymaker. So easy, he says, not having to actually make the game. But uh, Someone's got to fund all these funky shirts. Of course. Yeah, they're fucking... He's, he has great shirts. Whatever you say about him, the man has taste. <laughs> taste question (laughs) fair enough Uh, next item is for honor the for honor tournament this is something you want to talk about and I did read about this today uh, but do you want to explain kind of what happened yeah so Ubisoft had a uh, staged a tournament with a $10,000 prize pool uh, and um, 
it was sort of in honor of you know their free weekend and their their semi relaunch with new characters and all this kind of stuff uh the the move to dedicated servers and whatever uh but the the tournament itself was uh like basically fucked into submission <laughs> by a player who just used uh the nobushi class to be basically unbeatable the best part about it was that he had written an in-depth explanation of how fucked the class was two months ago and he had gone into like full-blown into depth how overpowered and broken the nobushi class is and uh then yeah they they did this they still hadn't fixed it and uh yeah he won the ten thousand dollar prize uh like competition yeah by using an exploit uh ridiculous um yeah i don't don't know man like it's just yeah they can't they can't catch a break but if you're gonna attempt to force esports you you gotta have your game fucking locked in right yeah yeah um yeah but it was a funny story it is a funny story it's just it's just goofy um i read something about him saying that he hadn't actually played the game for about two weeks leading up to the tournament (laughs) (laughs) he's just like he didn't think it'd be that easy oh my god (laughs) yeah um yeah that's funny all right that's the news Um, rainbow six is nearly here the new season yeah, close. It's nearly here. I'm excited. Are we going to play it or what? We're going to stop playing PUBG for a bit and play some of this. I don't know. There, there's a there was a leak the other day of um the new one of the new characters. I think they're releasing three. Um, yep. Three, yeah. It looks like he's going to have some sort of poison gas. Maybe I'm not sure. Here, here, I'll, I'll read them out. Ella. Yep. Uh, she's defensive. She has a Grismot mine. Oh wait, has this been leaked now? Has it? Uh, more of them have been leaked out. Wow, okay. Concussion proximity mines that can be anchored on surfaces, impairing hearing and causing a dizzying effect, like sort of, I guess, uh, flashbang traps, maybe. Uh, Ying, uh, she has the Candela. She's an attack, an attacker. Uh, a cluster of flash charges that can be either anchored on surfaces or rolled as a grenade. Uh, so I'm not sure how that one works to be honest and lesion uh he is a defensive operator he has goo uh cloaked toxic mines that inject a compound which injures opponents and limits their speed so it slows them which is a pretty interesting combo um but yeah uh pretty cool it sounds it sounds like they've just taken things from other operators and just Give them a bit of a twist on there? Maybe. A little bit. I, I guess, like, this sounds like a lot of crowd control. Because uh, so, you're talking about, like, the concussion mines. That's very similar to the other operator that's got the drone that can kind of fly it around yeah, and does that EMP blast. Um, you've got Ying, who sounds like... Uh, I, man, I haven't played so long, I've forgotten all the names, but... Uh, the one that kind of 
puts the shit on the wall and all the grenades pop out with the cluster mines. Fuse, yep. Sounds like a fuse, but with flashbangs. Right, a fuse that isn't going to kill the hostage. Yep. What's even the point then? And then you've got the third guy that's got the toxic... What's it? Toxic mines, was it? Yeah, who is basically like smoke, but... Or even... Uh, Cav was it Cav with on with the um the bow and arrow that shot darts poisonous yeah. darts, but this one is not shooting them. Their minds like they're taking the, There's nothing here that really sounds like a new thing. It's kind of just taking bits and pieces from other stuff and and put them together. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we got to see how they kind of fit in the meta, and we'll be seeing a lot of that meta this weekend. Well, I will be. I'm going to the... Is it this weekend? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. It is. The ANZ Rainbow Six Siege Cup. Totally. Where um, six of some of Australia's best teams will be there because we don't have our team going. But um, I'm going to be putting myself up as, uh, you know, the team with the highest bid on. So whoever does want me in there, I'll jump in. Sub me in, coach. not to. Why wouldn't they? Um, Otherwise, I'll just go in by myself and, you know... 1v5, easy. Take, easy. take the, the 10 grand myself. Don't have to split it with anyone, then. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll hear about that a bit more soon, right? Maybe this weekend. Yeah. Um, Officially. Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah, we'll get some details. Uh, should be good. But, yeah, cool. Nice. All right. Questions? Any questions? Shall we do some questions? We've got some questions. Miracle asks. Yep. Let's say you were given a ton of money that can only be spent on esports. How would you spend it? Would you sponsor a team of players, promote a game, host a tourney, or whatever other crazy idea you can come up with? What would you do, Luke? Um, wouldn't host a tournament. Wouldn't host a tournament? No. Okay. I'm thinking about how I'm getting money back off this. Sure. I'm not getting any money back hosting a tournament. Um, sponsoring a team... The turnaround investment on that doesn't sound that great. Sure. That seems like a long-term investment type thing. Yep. Um, unless you throw a lot of money at or an already established team and they've usually got big people behind them already. It depends on how much money we're talking about. Like, is it my own money or is someone giving it to me? Uh, you were given a ton of money. Hmm. Half a million, let's say. All right. I start my own team and give myself half a million and then I retire. I keep the money. It's pretty savvy. Yeah. Uh, you'd, I assume you have to at least uh, compete. All right. Times. I give you the money. Yep. I put myself in a tournament. I tell you to bet on the other team for half a million dollars. Jeez. And then we make a lot of money. That is pretty solid. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I do. It's good thinking. It's this good isn't thinking. being recorded though, is it? Uh, no so don't worry about it yeah. cool uh, why do you ask uh, these questions Miracle asked it <laughs> okay um, I would sponsor a team probably that'd be that'd be how I'd go about it actually if it was 500 grand I'd make a Dota tournament in Australia um, and uh, and just what blow all the money away blow all the money um, <laughs> I'd yeah no half of it would be um, half of it would be the prizes so I could get the uh, major so it would be a major yeah and uh, the other half would be 
making the, the after party the tournament work. Oh. Uh, and I get a bunch of sponsors on uh, on board. Yep. So uh, to cover anything extra or most or everything extra, and then uh, I would keep all the ticket sales. Oh, okay, yeah. See, yeah. and a cut of the merch, cut of merchandising, and then uh, next year everyone will be so fucking pumped at the idea of an Aussie tournament that uh, we'll do it again. Fair enough. Yep, with just sponsorship money this time, but I still get to keep all the tickets. You see, and how many teams are in this Dota tournament? How many are you flying in? Is it six teams or is it four teams? What do you? What's a eight, eight teams? Eight teams. All right, going in, all teams, in. Baby. We're going huge. It's a major. Focus up. Um, eight teams, four invited, uh, and uh, four qualifiers. Yeah. Four qualifiers. No, I think there's there's requirements for the qualifiers uh, from like from Valve. I can't remember what they are, but they're yeah. pretty fucking hefty for each region. So I need like I need maybe two invitees, and the rest are fucking qualifiers. I think it's six. Six need to be able to qualify um, from each one from each region. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, two invitees and yeah, get uh get newbie and OG over because they got Aussies, and uh, then make everyone else qualify. <laughs> okay, that's what I do. And then uh, next year, that's, this would create a groundswell of excitement behind Dota. We might actually have uh, some major tournaments. Mm. What know, if see? There's a path. I take my 500 and I combine it with yours and we have a, a, a $2 million tournament. Genius. Because it's just better. the other million. Yep. They have to they have to front up the other half a million. No, they only do. They only do 250 Okay. Well, we'll have two pages then. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> That's genius. We'll do two of them back to back. Yeah. On the same weekend. On the same weekend. Hey, there was more, there was more esports on this weekend, did you know? More. I watched some Call of Duty. Why? So I cover esports. I don't know if you know this, but it's my job. And um, yeah, so uh, some Call of Duty. They are fucking pricks to one another. That is some aggro shit, huh? Like everyone in Dota always shakes each other's hands, and uh, like every fucking I've never seen anyone be a, like super dickholes to anyone uh, in a tournament. But yeah. These dudes are super dickholes. Like, uh, it was Optic Phase versus Envious mm-hmm. in the grand finals. And at one point, Optic Phase went up. Uh, Optic Phase. Just Optic Optic Gaming. Uh, Optic Phase. <laughs> That's one of our uh, stupid sayings. Fucking stupid sayings. Um, yeah, no. Optic went up. And they were like full-blown out of their seat, yelling at uh, Envious. And like... Doing the like choke symbol and shit, like Jesus Christ, like just getting in their heads. No, you're being fuckheads. Jesus <laughs> Christ, just sit the fuck down. You Call of Duty players have a bad enough reputation as it is. Holy fuck! But yeah, they were well into it. There was uh, the Aussie team got like full in the like face of their opponents at one point as well, like across a table, but still. Uh, G'd up. It was some shit. That's weird. Weird. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It was, it was okay, actually. Like, it was pretty decent watching. I'm very interested to see how it... 
like Reverts transfers back. the wallet to setting because yeah. mobility is critical to how these guys operate. So, yeah. Hmm. Or is it going to be one of those things where they don't go forward? But I guess a lot of this stuff is driven by Activision, right? So, yeah. I guess they're kind of forced to. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Is that all the questions? That is it. Thank you for the questions, Miracle. Let's play some PUBG. We should. Um, if you want to find this show, you can find it on iTunes, Android, and the Windows Store. You'll find it on the Gap or the GA Podcast. Um, if you leave us a review, that's much appreciated. It helps other people find the show. So you can send us emails if you want to, uh, the old school letter format thing. Uh, the email address is gapodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can find us on facebook.com slash gapodcast, twitter.com slash gapodcast, uh, gapodcast.com slash discord, which is where we have all our community-based stuff, a lot of voice channels in there. Um, you can leave questions on there, general talking about whatever game we're playing at the moment is happening. A lot of Dota talk over the last weekend. Yep. Um, a lot of photos from Frisco about what he was doing and people he was meeting and making everyone else jealous. So that was good. Um, so yeah, jump in there. That's, that's a lot of good fun. Uh, you can also find other people to play games with on there. Maybe Joe will play some, I don't know, PUBG or Hearthstone. Uh, uh, yeah, we could probably uh, if if I could play it with people, I would yep. definitely continue to play Hearthstone. Nidhogg. People I know that people I know aren't AIs designed to make me feel worse about myself. Mm. Then I'll definitely I fucking oh my god! Do you know what's awful? What is having people spectate you? That throws me off more than anything. I play worse Hearthstone when like because it's got that thing that allows anyone to spectate you or whenever. Yeah. I play worse Hearthstone when I, as soon as I see that little eye, I play like my shittiest Hearthstone. <laughs> what is like fucking super garbage? Like just, who is watching you play? Like it happens constantly. People get these quests, watch a friend win a game or whatever. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Oh my lord, it is just I just I can't handle it, eh? <laughs> I'm just so terrible. So terrible. It is very embarrassing. Is it the friend of the other person that's playing being like, watch me make this person tilt? Watch and me, then it's yeah, the sound, me. thank you, over and over again. Well, Raisty, I think it was Raisty, was sitting there. Yeah, Raisty was telling me when I'd missed lethal and shit, which was pretty rough. Uh, I don't really need to hear that from you, Raisty. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, no, like, other people watch, and as soon as I see that eye, I'm like, oh, God. Like, because I, I get in my own head about, like, oh, look at how garbage this fucking deck is. Oh, my lord. They're going to be like, why have you got these trash cards? Because I can't afford any other cards. Shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, basically. Anyway. Cool. Uh, you can also find our website, which is thegapodcast.com. It's got all the links to all the things we just talked about. And that's all. That website is thank you to our um, Patreon members. It helps, it helps us... Uh, Thank you. Uh, host the show, basically, and the website. Um, so if you want to do that, uh, help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast. Go check that out. There's a bunch of different tiers on there and whatnot. But yeah, thanks to everyone that does that. Totes. Mm. It's awesome. That's the show. Joe, have you got anything happening this week on the internet somewhere? 
Uh, head to Red Bull Esports. We've got a bunch of stuff. We've got like interviews from people who are at the International. Meanwhile, I've clipped out my favorite moments and put up a, a string of them, which is pretty cool. I've got an interview with some of the guys, the Aussie guys who are going over to QuakeCon uh, for Quake Champions. Uh, finally going up. They finally got back to me. And uh, so that's going to go up this week, which would be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you see that they had at QuakeCon hosting the uh, tournament was Red Eye, who has hosted TI before. Um, but also they had uh, 2G, 2, James Too Good there as well, because he's got his new Quake based game. So it was oh, like, I did, yes. It was, I was like watching two, some fucking clip of this shit. Two old TI, Dota 2 TI hosts, yeah. like, they're no longer hosting TI. They're at, they're at Quake now. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But that clip was amazing. That clip was spectacular. <laughs> it was James being James. <laughs> uh, so funny. <laughs> Good times. Anyway, uh, that's a show. Anything else you want to talk about, Joe, while we're here? Uh, no. Got 15 minutes for our two-hour Oh, no, we're, show. we're okay. You're just 15 minutes of silence? While we, we, we just, just apologize for 15 minutes for not making it to two hours. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. Job, sorry. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. We'll we'll see you next week, Job. I'm sorry. Sorry. Bye. We finished. We already finished. Good. (laughs)